Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks guys. Talk to you soon. If you're tired of the old way of networking, the business cards, the awkward conversations, and the aggressive pitches, but you know how crucial your network is to your success in life, then you're in the right place. Welcome to Build Your Network, the only top-rated show committed to helping you master content networking, foster real relationships, increase your authority, and build the network of your dreams. Listen in on conversations with world-class entrepreneurs, authors, thought leaders, and more as we deconstruct their best strategies for your success. So get ready to burn your business cards, ditch the name tag, and discover the new way to network with your host, Travis Chappell. So Kobe, Kobe and I's kind of relationship, I would say, started or met each other was he came to Lakers in 96. I came to LA in 98. So he's, you know, his first couple of years in, he's, you know, fresh out of high school, jump into the league, yeah. you know, with the team like the Lakers. So you would, you would see Kobe UCLA a lot walking on our campus, hanging out, sometimes working out, mm. um, you know, he'd work out in poly. So after we were done practicing, sometimes I'd go back in and watch him and just like, wow, this dude's only two years older than me. He's a motherfucker. All right, well, <laughs> I'm going to have to start guarding someone like that. So yeah, I'm yeah. using that in my mind. Like, okay, I'm guarding Kobe. Fuck who I'm playing in college. I got to guard Kobe. So kind of going from an admiration standpoint and a fan of his game to finally making it. And then like, I've been waiting for this time my whole life to guard you. So that's yeah. kind of my <laughs> mindset. So I'm, I'm amped. So it was just always a battle. You know, obviously we respected each other, you know, one of the greatest players ever. And I just hope to make him work when I guarded him. But like, I looked, I wasn't one of those guys that say, I can't wait to drop 30 tonight. I'm like, oh damn. All right. I get to guard Carmelo Anthony tonight. I yeah. get to guard D Wade tonight. I get to guard Kobe, LeBron, KD, Ginobili, you name it. I'm guarding him. So that's the kind of excitement I would get. But so making it the NBA back and forth. And then it kind of came to a head in 2010 um, with the ball fake. And, and, you know, that was just a back and forth game heading into the playoffs where he's super competitive and already more physically gifted than 
everybody in the league, but he's also a mental monster. So he'll try to do some sh- like he'll try to mentally fuck you up, you know, and sometimes that's elbowing or, or, or saying what he says or grabbing you. And he was just in, in his antics bag that game. So we just went back and forth and I was to the point where like, I'm always retaliating. So I'm the one getting the foul called or I'm the one getting the technical foul. And I'm just like, well, you didn't just see this motherfucker elbow me or this, this and that. So it got to a point where I'm like, fuck basketball. We're about to fight. And that's kind of where I was. So fast forward, ball fake happens. Um, he doesn't blink. Uh, we end up winning the game. You guys talked about that though, right? Yeah. On your podcast. Yeah. This was yeah. like the last interview. It was actually. one of his last yeah. interviews. Yeah. We talked about all this. Um, but fast forward to the summertime and initially I was supposed to resign a deal with Orlando and, and, they started acting funny. So I hop on the on the call with uh, D Wade and Pat Riley, and they have this under wraps plan about you know Bosch is coming and LeBron is coming, and you know I can see you, Mike Miller, Bosch, LeBron, and, and and Dwayne closing out games. So I'm I'm then Pat I'm a Laker fan at heart, so I'm hearing the fucking Godfather oh, sell yeah. me about South oh, Beach and, and what is coming. So I'm like Shh, this is a no brainer. I'm good. I'm 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 in. I'm in. And then within those, you know, maybe two or three calls we had with, uh, with Miami, I get a random call from a number I don't know. And the people that know me, I don't ever answer my phone. Even if I see your name, I'm just, I'll probably text you later. But for some reason, something told me to pick up the phone and get a call. What's up? Who's this? Like, it's Kobe. I'm like, yeah, right. I was like, who is this? He's yeah, like, right, no, it's right. Kobe. I was like, really? He's like, yeah, what's going on? How you doing? I'm just like, what the fuck? I'm like, man, I'm well. How you doing? I didn't even know how you got my number because, like I said, we we were competitors. We weren't friends yet. We were just yeah. competitors that, that battled. And, he, you know, we get to talking and laughing and talking about the shit. He's just like, yo, anyone crazy enough to fuck with me is crazy enough to play with me. Do you want to be a Laker? And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I had to shake my head. Like, there's no fucking way Kobe is trying to tell me, come be a Laker. I'm like, hell yeah, I want to be a Laker. You know, I grew up a Maddie Johnson fan, Showtime Lakers. He's like, all right, well, this, I'm going to get it done. Like three days later, I was a Laker, you know, so from <laughs> the there, only opportunity crazy. that could have overrided Miami. The, yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Looking back, obviously they won two championships. I got hurt in LA. We didn't win a championship. It didn't go as well. But I mean, the opportunity to put on that Laker uniform and then play next to him was yeah, enough right. for me. Right. Um, but that where we went from like teammates and respected competitors to. T- this episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a, a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you, that work by itself is the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own 
preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at Indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to Indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. To brothers, uh, because we would hang out all the time off the court. You know, we yeah. were both going some stuff in, a, in our personal life. So we were going to dinner, going out, talking, hanging out. And I really got to know the other side. You know, I got to know, you know, the Mamba on the court, but Kobe Bryant off the court, the, the businessman, the father, his likes, his dislikes, yeah. the guy that talks shit and laughs. And like, and the, you would not, you might never see him laugh on the court, but we're talking shit back and forth in the locker room hysterically laughing I mean I got to see that side of him almost to the point where I remember one time on a bus I don't remember I think we were in Phoenix we were talking shit and laughing I'm just like damn I'm like Kobe why don't you show the the world this side he's like what you mean I'm like show people how fucking cool you are he's like no I can't give these motherfuckers that you know what I mean like he always had this mamba mentality mentality, you know what I mean like can never show a side of weakness can never show this but like I said I was able to break that wall down um and like I said be able to come become brothers with him and so much to the point where you know as soon as we came there he started giving my my twins were maybe three years old at the time they were that was uncle Kobe. he's always giving them this new shoe release and even till you know after we both retired him coaching Gigi and me coaching the twins Gigi was two years older than the twins so we'd be playing at a lot of places um at the same time so Kobe always went out of his way if we knew we were going to be playing at the same tournament you know when the boys playing me me, when's Gigi playing and we have video of Kobe kind of like being sworn but coming and standing you know on the other side with the security and just watching my kids play you know what I mean so it was just one of those relationships where we went from fierce competitors and 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 respected the shit out of each other to 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 brothers and um obviously gone way too soon but I I really take you know, to my heart that I got a chance to know the other side of Kobe Bryant. Yeah, that's, <clears throat> that's so true. Cause I grew up a, a Laker fan. Mm-hmm. So my team was the, you know, 2000, 2001, 2002 yeah. Lakers. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, there's, it's so rare to see like the Kobe Bryant, like laugh, you know right. what I mean? Back. There's just so few times on film. And obviously back then cameras weren't in the palm of our hands every day, but, um, that was, I feel like kind of like one of the worst parts for me is that he was becoming that person after like post career, he was about to step into adamant. It's funny. You said that he was so adamant about shedding. Cause I remember the the time we went and interviewed him and it was, it was probably maybe a 45 minute interview and we were supposed to do a round two. He just was in a hurry and we, we knocked out the first one, but I remember we were talking before we were setting up and he was Tell me about these children novels he's writing. He was just about to drop one and he gave me a couple that signed for the twins and all this kind of shit. He was so adamant about putting to rest his first 20 years. I'm like, Kobe, fuck you mean? Like you're always going to be Kobe Bryant, the Mamba, the five-time champion. But he didn't, he wasn't with that. He's like, you know, I want the world to see me for my next 20 years. Like my business, my father, my, you know, the father I am, all the other stuff I'm doing. I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to be a one trick pony almost. Mm. And so he was adamant and you saw, you know, him being able to win Oscars and that kind of stuff um, Mm. in a short window of time. He was really passionate. He took that same passion and fire from the sporting world because we're naturally, if you're an athlete that's lucky enough to make it to the highest level, obviously you're tremendously disciplined. So he took all those principles and went from waking up at the crack of dawn and working out to 
applying those to business, you know, so me now, you know, I'm up at six thirty, seven at the latest. And instead of getting up and running, you know, I hop on and, and do some emails, light a joint and kind of get my day going. But like yeah. I said, it's that discipline that I'm doing every single day because I'm used to having to bust my ass physically every yeah. single day. So, you know, now staying mentally sharp is a lot easier than that. And it's, it, it's been fun. But like I said, that was something that I picked up from him once we became teammates is kind of like what's, what's in that business world. Obviously I was never on his level, but there was always doors open to me as well because, you know, I played with someone like him and played with Chris Paul and all these other guys. So kind of just watching his moves as well. And that kind of helped me in business. That's it for this episode. If you want to connect with Travis and other like-minded people who also listen to the show, then you're going to want to head over to travischapelcom slash group to join his free Facebook group, Podcast to Profit. Travis will see you there. And remember to leave every relationship better than you found it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.